Today, as we have heard, is the first of a short series of teachings on the fruits of the Spirit. There are nine fruits. They are listed in our Galatians reading today. Love, joy, peace, forbearance or patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. I'd encourage you to learn and remember these. They are so precious to be able to recall and as a check to see how we are doing from time to time in growing them in our lives and where we might need to do some more work. I say them to myself regularly and see where I need a bit more work on one or the other. Jesus called his disciples to go and bear fruit in the world for the growth of the gospel and the kingdom. These are the spiritual fruits we are to grow in our lives. Today we are going to talk about the fruit of kindness, but before we do that, let's see why these qualities are called fruits of the Spirit. We can go back to the night before Jesus died when he was teaching his disciples in the upper room some very important last teachings. Jesus talked about love, the love of God and the love of Jesus, the love they shared, and the love we are called to share with them and one another. God the Father loved Jesus from the very beginning and sent him into the world to show everyone the great love of God and to be the saviour of the world. Jesus loved God the Father and lived his life in loving obedience to all God taught him and called him to do and be. He invites his disciples, and that's us today, to enter into this beautiful community of love and gives us a commandment to love one another. Jesus said, Love one another as I have loved you. This amazing love of God and Jesus is for each of us and is meant to be shared, and in sharing it, we will bear the fruit Jesus calls us to do. Jesus talked to his disciples about staying connected to God and to him. He said, Abide in me. I love that word abide, it's a great word, and it carries an understanding of remaining in, staying in, living in, dwelling in, lasting, enduring, continuing. That's what Jesus wants us to keep doing, abiding in him, staying close to him and to God. How do we do that? In prayer, in spending quiet time in the presence of our Lord in reading and studying the scriptures, and in regular worship. Then Jesus used the examples of a vine and its branches. The branches need to stay connected to the vine so that they receive all the benefits of the main plant, the nutrients and the life force flowing through it. That's like us staying connected to Jesus and God. We receive everything we need from them for living our lives in God's way. If we are disconnected, if we fall away, like when a branch is cut off from its vine and dries up, so might we lose all the blessings and help and strength and wisdom we need. Jesus then promised to send the disciples a helper, a comforter, a bringer of truth and wisdom and strength. This was the Spirit of God that would remain with them, and the way Jesus would be with them always. Remember, we celebrated the coming of the Spirit of God to the disciples at Pentecost just a few weeks ago. 
and we receive the Spirit of God in our baptisms. Jesus then told his disciples to go and bear fruit for him in the world, to continue his work in the world, and the Spirit would be the one to guide them and help them, and help them grow in this special fruit, the fruits of the Spirit. We have that same Spirit of God within us so that we can produce these beautiful fruits that we are talking about today and be Jesus' people in the world and make a difference. Why might these qualities be called fruit? Well, I think fruit is something that grows and ripens and is beautiful to look at and taste and good for us. If people can see all these lovely fruits in our lives and experience the goodness that comes from them, they will hopefully see and find the love and goodness of Jesus and God within us and know it is there for them as well. The fruit of kindness is what we are talking about today. What does kindness look like when we see it and do it? I think it's love in action. Can we think of when someone has been kind to us or we have been kind to someone? Take a moment to have a think about that wherever we are. I have a little story to tell you. I had a bit of a nasty fall this week. I fell on the road outside my house with a mighty whack down on the ground and I couldn't get up. And I was laying there and calling out for my neighbours and my husband and um waiting there and praying and then someone came past in a car and saw me and helped me and went and called my neighbours and before long I had a whole crowd of wonderful people there helping me and being so kind to me and I am forever grateful for that. Our neighbours are wonderful in looking after one another and they have been very good to Paul and I and we try to do the same for them. The Galatians reading says, love your neighbour as yourself. Not only our neighbours next door or in the street, but anyone we come across. We had a great act of kindness on Christmas Day past when our car wouldn't go after the service because I'd left the lights on. And our dear friends Dennis and Geraldine got it started for us again, took the time out of their Christmas Day, and I was very grateful for that act of kindness. I think it will be actions of kindness that will undergird our ministry of our new pastoral care team in the parish, but not only in that ministry, but in every action and ministry we undertake. Let us remember to be kind to one another. Have you heard about random acts of kindness? That's when people just do a really unexpected kindness for someone. You know, I was sitting down at Orion in the shopping centre having a coffee in uh, right outside the co- uh, one of the shops one day and a couple of young lasses came past and she came up to me, this lovely girl, and gave me a lovely bunch of flowers and she said, here you are, this is for you, for no reason whatsoever. And I was so touched and what a lovely random act of kindness that was. Random acts of kindness, it can be as simple as picking things up for people when they've dropped something, helping someone carry something, opening doors for people, taking a meal to someone, giving them a lift, doing messages for them. I've seen lovely stories on TV. They do try to give you good stories from time to time. Police buying food for a homeless man. Someone buying the food for someone in the queue of a supermarket who didn't have enough money. I think there's a special Random Acts of Kindness Day 
But we don't have to wait for a special day. We can be kind at any time. We just need to be aware of what's going on around us and what's going on for others and be prepared to do something when we see it is needed. Then we allow the fruit of kindness to grow within us. Let's face it, I think our world needs kindness more than ever when people are disadvantaged, worried and anxious and stressed with all that's going on. And I particularly think of the receptionists in our doctor's surgeries. I've been there a few times over the last couple of weeks and I see these poor people under great stress with a sign there saying, please be kind to us. They face people every day who are angry and abrupt with them and they're pleading for kindness. Let's be kind people to one another. Kindness comes from the love of God and Jesus In the Bible, we hear the word loving kindness a number of times, the loving kindness of God and of Jesus. We show the loving kindness of our Lord in the acts of kindness we do for others. When we look again at the reading from Galatians today, we find it also speaks of things that are not good fruit and definitely not actions of kindness. All the things that are really bad for us, a long list of the type of actions resulting from not living in the spirit of God, but living in self-seeking waywardness. You can look them up again if you like. Things like worshipping things that are not of God, statues, idols, whatever we place above God that consumes our time. Being angry and fighting with others, creating enemies, being jealous and quarrelling, living in sinful ways and drifting away from God and Jesus. But if we remain connected to Jesus like the vine and the branches are connected, he will help us to be strong and good and grow in the lovely good fruit, not the bad stuff. St Paul says we can nail these bad things to the cross. That means we hand them over to Jesus. He took all our bad things with him to the cross so that we might be forgiven and restored and made whole again. That's the greatest act of loving kindness we can ever receive. When we look at the gospel passage from Luke today, there's a whole new thing to think about. Jesus speaks of being kind not only to our friends and family and neighbours and even strangers, but being kind to our enemies, to those who don't like us, to those who are mean to us. What would being kind to those people do? Do you think... It would surprise them. It might even change them for the good. Just before the gospel passage we read today, Jesus said, Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. I think we would have all grown up knowing this as the golden rule. It's a good thing. Treating others the way we would like to be treated. But then he opens it up even further. Go the extra mile, he says. Not only love and be kind to loved ones and friends, but love your enemies and do good and lend. Be merciful. God is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked and to the good and righteous. Do not judge, forgive, and you will be forgiven. This really makes us sit up and take notice. How can these things be? No matter what that person does to us, not to allow ourselves to desire anything but good towards them and to do what we can to be good and kind to them. 
We are called to place ourselves in the position of the other person and act towards them as we would desire if we were in their place. We don't know what's going on for them in their lives, making them act like enemies to us, but God does know. God alone knows the hearts of all people, knows all the circumstances which have contributed to their actions, knows all the influences which have ruled their behaviour, and God is the one who is rightly able to judge responsibly and impart forgiveness and justice as required. The reason Jesus calls us to act lovingly and kindly towards those we might consider our enemies is that it makes us grow into being like God. If we too seek even our enemies' highest good, we will in truth be the children of God and blessing will come to us. Jesus said your reward will be great and you will be children of the Most High. It isn't easy to put into practice or to undertake to show love to someone who has hurt us. What we might naturally want to do is retaliate or at the very least ignore and want nothing to do with them. That's human nature. But God's way is a different way. Jesus urges us to let the life and love of God flow through our lives. This is what we are called to strive for, but can only be achieved through prayer and being connected to God through our Lord Jesus and the Holy Spirit within us, guiding us and leading us. What we can do is certainly pray and seek to learn and understand issues. Prayer changes people and changes circumstances in amazing ways. So let's not wait for the other to make the first move. Let's reach out and take the loving, kind first step. Kindness starts with us and with one kind action. You know, there's someone else we can be kind to too. Who do you think that is? Well, it's us, ourselves. Let us aim to be kind and loving and forgiving of ourselves. If God can... Why not us? So there's a lot to think about in growing the fruit of kindness in our lives, isn't there? But our Lord Jesus and the Holy Spirit can help us because our Lord Jesus showed us how to be kind. In his life on earth, Jesus was a kind man. But can you remember some of the kind things he did? He showed kindness to all people, often those whom no one else wanted anything to do with. He healed people, he fed people, he saved people, he noticed people. He loved the little children. He always told people about God's love and grace for them. And what was the greatest act of loving kindness he did for all people? He gave his life on the cross so that everyone who comes to him may be forgiven and saved to be with God forever. So the lovely message for today is, if we stay close to Jesus, if we abide in him, we have a source for all the grace and strength we need in our lives, and the result will be fruit that blesses the world and reveals us as the followers of Jesus, a community of loving kindness. May we as his disciples of today show the fruits of the Spirit in our lives, especially the beautiful fruit of kindness. Kindness is to be passed on, so it will spread all around. That is bearing much fruit in the love of Jesus for the good of the world. Maybe we could ask ourselves day by day, 
Where have I been kind to someone today? Let us pray. May this community of faith and each one of us in our daily lives be filled with all the fruits of the Spirit and especially the beautiful fruit of kindness so that we may be a blessing among all with whom we live and interact day by day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.